Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. Eight to shoot. Hall. The runner! Loose ball! It's good! Williams goes, comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh my goodness! Morrison. Six. It's time for Zag's Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know what things to use to wipe? Back and Jack presented by BetOnline.ag. Excuse the hushed tones here. Uh, I'm remote. I'm vacationing in the state of Hawaii, and I brought a different microphone, and I just recorded five minutes for you guys, and it was completely overmodulated and awful, so now we're going back. I think I fixed it, but just in case I'm speaking like this, don't worry. It's not going to be that long. We're going to toss on the back half of this episode to my conversation with Slim about the state of the Zags as far as the um, run-of-the-mill Spokane fan is concerned. So we're polling Spokenites and getting their opinion of Gonzaga basketball. Of course, this was recorded before the recent Bay Area trip. What a trip it was. Before we get into that trip, I got to remind you guys that basketball is back, baby, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf, baby. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure you use promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Coming into the season, the big question mark was, where are we going to get our offensive production if Drew Timmy has an off night? Uh, Drew didn't play bad at USF. He was getting his shots off. The rims were just unfriendly to our big guy. Uh, So, you know, if I had told you four months ago that we go to USF and we win, but Drew has less than 10 points, I don't have the the box score in front of me, but I think he was right around 10. If Drew, you know, has an off night, where are we going to get that offensive production to win? Nine out of 10 fans would have probably said Julian Strother, right? It came in the form of Rajir Bolton. Uh, I want to be fair to Julian. I'm pretty rough on Julian, I think, fair or not, uh, on this podcast It's not like Julian played awful. What I mean by the difference was made by Regier is that Regier looked like the dude. You know, where I think we were all expecting Julian to be the dude. Julian, uh, when we need him to be the dude, that guy that we can lean on, hasn't exactly been that. If that makes sense. I I think he turned in 16 points. Uh, USF, I think he played better, maybe 18 points, Santa Clara. So it's not like, look, Julian's a very good player. He's not that um, 1A scoring threat 
leader guy that we need next to Timmy that we thought he was going to be. Obviously, there's plenty of time for him to, to be that. Uh, so I'm not totally slighting Julian right now, although it might sound like it. Maybe I am. I don't know. But really what I'm doing is giving Rajir his due. Rajir stepped up in a big, big way. Rajir looked calm in the face of adversity. Uh, he weathered the storm. He had some huge, huge, huge back-breaking momentum-killing stops in terms of killing USF's momentum. Or shots, I should say, not stops. Momentum-killing shots, you get it. He was a man. Rajir was the alpha up on the hilltop in a game where Shabazz was playing lights out. Or at least it felt that way. Anytime Shabazz had the ball, it was like, oh my God, you're just bracing for some kind of huge play, some kind of production on their offensive end that was going to result in the Zags moping back to the other side of the court. Rajir was a man, plain and simple. Can we count on Rajir to be that every time Timmy's off? Probably not. I don't even think that's a slight to Rajir. But Rajir is capable of giving us some of those games, and he he's the reason we won Thursday night. Flash forward to Saturday night, Santa Clara. Zags are down 12. In another, I mean, I wasn't there, but I can imagine it was raucous. I don't think the students were back at Santa Clara. Students weren't back at USF, and that made a difference. But again, Zags were down 12 on the road, come back to win. That's really good. Like, I, you, we could pick apart who didn't play well, who turned it over, et cetera, et cetera. But to go on a road trip, be down double digits twice, and come home with two wins. It's pretty good. Um, I think I've knocked this team on air and off air about not having uh, the gumption it takes to win. The gonads, so to speak. They showed some in spades uh, this past weekend. I, I Again, I'm, I'm thrilled with Regier Bolton. Uh, hopefully that, you know, sparks a little fire with the rest of our guard play. Nolan Hickman was very, very good Santa Clara. Timmy was his normal form. So yeah, to get punched in the face twice and to come back with two wins, I think teams, especially college teams, you're never stagnant. You're either getting better or you're getting worse. Uh, and we got better this weekend. Do I think we're going to the Final Four? Maybe not just yet. But we got better this weekend. It's something to, something to hang our hat on for now. Big test BYU coming up. Anyway, here's Slim. From the corner! We were just oh, exchanging. I love your hat. I love your hat. I love your hat more. You're no, a big you hat guy. I have to be because I'm bald. Well, see, I'm, I feel like 10% of this podcast is me coming to terms with my receding hairline. But your, your jawline silver... looks great, though. Jawline looks great. The hat looks <laughs> awesome. Buckets. It says buckets. Is it a basketball hat? No, it's a golf hat. I'm sorry. I, um, I've been yeah, dying. Sil- silver lining in me going bald, excuse me to cut you off, but it is my podcast. Silver lining is that I'm becoming more of a hat guy. My hat inventory is flush. Well, it's not okay. flush, but it's getting flusher, just like yours. You have a great hat inventory. I do. I have a lot of them. I, I, I love getting a good hat here and there. You know what I, I don't have? I don't have a Zags hat. Neither do I. But I, I don't. I've fallen off of sports teams' hats. I used to be a big like Seattle Mariners hats. I had a lot of Mariners hats and then I had maybe one Seahawks hat. What age, what age was that. it? Yeah. What age was it when you decided maybe cool it with the M's hat? I think it was probably 30, 32, 33. I think it's probably been about then that I just, I went all 
just we like off brand stuff because I did, I just stopped liking to buy Mariners. I stopped liking buying anything Mariners because they weren't winning and I felt like they didn't earn my money. But that's a whole different topic. And I just and then I got away from sports teams. Not that I don't love my sports teams. I just wanted hats that said like weird things on them, like buckets. Your or this, current, this one, honey hole. Your current hat says honey hole. You didn't know what you were wearing for a second. Honey hole outdoors. I just got this one. I stole it from my father in law's house. I was no, at my I, I was at my in laws for four weeks. Jack, that's a long time. Uh, four weeks. Yeah. Before we get into anything, number one, I have two white hats, but I can only wear them for like three weeks before they get yellowish. I don't know if you yeah, can tell, but this one's yellowish. Is it because of sweat? It's because of sweat. Yeah, and I will wear it out in the rain and not give a shit. Okay, I didn't um, know that's, that's not good rain. <laughs> it's not good rain, man. It's not uh, good rain. But uh, I do have a lot of black hats and black hats play, but I can't go black hat every day. I like I the really solid, like solid cover, solid color hat. Um, I, can I ask you a basketball question? That no, 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 Basketball is, is gonna. We're gonna be. This whole talk is gonna be backloaded with basketball. Th- this is not basketball like you think, though. Okay, fine. Because I was just in Kentucky. Jack, if you were to buy, and I know you're big, I feel like you probably get great Christmas presents. Uh, it's funny you like, say that because I just got my brother and sister-in-law a ping pong table. Yeah, it was a great those, gift. Those aren't cheap and they hated it. We had to I, I, was, it. I was so mad on your Instagram story. Your Instagram was great over the holidays, by the way. Oh, thank and you. I, I was so mad because you said you were getting them a ping pong table and I was so hyped because that is something I would love. And then you said they didn't like it and I was so disappointed. But I get, I get how that could be a tough thing because it is a big item. It's a lot of size. I told them I, I took a risk. You're either going to love it or you hate it. It's something that if I would never buy for myself, but I'd be ecstatic if somebody got it for me. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that, that bummed me out. But let's say you had a, a driveway. Okay. And it was flat, and you're like, I need to go play basketball outside. But you didn't have anything to play basketball. You didn't have anything to shoot the ball to. What would you be asking for? What would that? What is that object called that you would be asking for so you could shoot baskets? Not a crate. No, just that whole device. It is a basketball what? Uh, rim. Okay. Okay. Hoop. Basketball hoop. Right. Okay. okay. You have a basketball hoop in your driveway. A basketball hoop. I've got a basketball hoop. They call call them basketball goals everywhere out east, and I don't know if I love it or hate it. Uh, and it, they, every time they'd be like, "Oh man, there's a basketball goal that doesn't look like it's been used." And I'm like, what? "Oh, oh, 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 wait a minute! Like, so just your run of the mill like backboard set with the rim? Yeah, that we but that's, call a hoop that we would call a hoop. That's everything. That's on on the court. That's on in the drive. No, wait, 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 wait. It's a basketball they, goal. They call it a basketball goal. Yeah." Basketball goal. Wait a minute. I feel like I watch a lot of nationally broadcast basketball games, and I don't know if I've ever heard it called a drive to the basketball goal. They, they don't. It's just amongst the, the people. And, and I, I had to think about it because two of the guys I was hanging with are from Indiana, and one of them was like one of the national players of the year in Indiana for basketball and football when he was a senior. He's a freak. And, and he said basketball goal. I feel, like, I feel like every other guy you meet in Indiana is some kind yeah, of that's national true. That's true. He, this guy played quarterback. He started quarterback at Kentucky. He was like a, a, he's a world-class athlete. But when he said basketball goal, that was the person that I, then I thought, oh, no, there's, this has some, some gumption. Like This has some meaning because an actual athlete just said that. So I thought it was weird. But so I'm good. I'm glad to be back to the Pacific Northwest and the West Coast where we just call them basketball hoops because we're normal. You know what I hate as well? And this is a coast to coast thing too. I hate when basketball analysts say he's a great scorer of the basketball. He knows how to score the basketball. Get what out else, of here. What else are you going to score? Yeah, get out of here with that. Yeah, great scorer of the basketball. 
Yeah, good. Um, good. All right. Anyway. Hey, throw, thrower of the football, too. I hate thrower of the football. Um, uh, do you like my setup behind me, by the way? This is a, a fort I made for my daughter. We're at that age. I've got a yeah. card table with a big blanket over it and then some oh, other yeah. stuff. And we've got a huge fortress back here. I don't know if you're a fort guy growing up. What's a fort guy growing up? That's oh, insulting. Man. I've got the lamp in there. I put a lamp in there so that <gasps> when she goes in, she can turn it on and it's big and it's dark. And so she turns that lamp on and she disappears with her books for an hour. And you I play video games. Oh, great, I love it. Great fort is uh, the fort at the beginning of uh, Hook. Oh my gosh. Yes, it is. Run home, Jack. Yeah. That's a great movie. If you have not seen <laughs> Hook, turn the podcast off. You know what's funny? Yeah, I think you're two or three older, years older than me. Yeah. I think from, from your age down to maybe five years younger than me, all those adults now think it's a great movie on either side of that age group. It's like well-known to be Spielberg's worst movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think it just hits so home when we were kids. There is a, there is a line in that movie that I remember as a kid thinking, Oh baby. It is when Smee is, I forget. It's, uh, it's hook. Bob. that says it. He calls him Peter flogging, flying pan. Is like pizza flogging, flying pan. And I remember thinking as a kid, this is going to be the this is my workaround for cursing because they said it in Hook, pizza flogging, flying pan. And I was like, this is the one I can say that f word and be like, they say it in Hook, mom, you can't be mad at me. The hook was great, man. Hook, hook opened the door, opened the door to my to my cursing. To cursing. Uh, yeah. One time, my dad was like, I don't know, we were messing around he was we were like wrestling or something i was probably seven or eight and i said let go of me a horse's ass guess what movie i got that from home alone home alone correct home alone. I, they my, freaked out they freaked out and they were like did you get that from home alone and of course at that age you, you're like no you, came up with it myself so i like denied it and which hindsight being what it is i should have just said yes home alone the movie we watched four times do you ever post on Instagram and think this is going to be an awesome post that I'm going to get a lot of reaction on and, and you just are waiting for it and then nothing happens? Bro, it's like half the reason why I don't tweet anymore. Because I, I, feel so like people, I feel like people were not giving me my due and my funny tweets. Yeah, and, and, I, just, and, and you know they're funny, but just nothing happens. And then you see someone like Darnay Tripp post something and it gets 500 <laughs> likes and his post is so dumb. It's like, oh, look at this. It's a picture of a light bulb. And you're like, oh my gosh. So... I, I took a picture in Kentucky. There Such horses an unnecessary Darnay trip shot. Oh, he's the but worst. Okay. So uh, there's there's a bunch of horses in Lexington. Obviously, it's horse land of the world, horse capital of the world, or something like that. And I was with my son, and he loves the horses. He's one year old. He just loves looking at the horses. So I took a selfie of him. I'm holding him. I took a selfie of him with the horse's ass behind him, mm, and I put smart. on it. I'm down here, you big. And then I just put that right above the horse's ass thinking <laughs> so clever because it's Christmas. There's snow on the ground. It says, I'm uh -huh. down here, you big horse's ass. And it just has the horse's ass. And I got like one person said that's from home alone. And I, I, I was so demoralized. Bummer, how buddy. I'm how bad I am at, at Instagram. So that's just getting old. Getting, you know, I, I think you get old and you get, you're really good at a lot of actual real life things, but social media, if you're not in your twenties or early thirties, you cannot social media. Well, you just, you know, what's, you know, what's funny too. I'll do that. I'll put an Instagram story up and I'm like, Oh, this is gold. I'm going to get, I'm going to get 10,000 likes right here. Yeah. And then you're not getting the kind of feedback that you thought you were going to get. And you find yourself going through to see who's looked at it. Oh. The, and, then, and you, and then you see all your usual fans that usually give you a clapping hands. Didn't. And you're like, man, I guess I missed on this one. 
I, I stopped looking at that. I had to stop looking at it because I just, I would get like one like on a, on a picture that I thought was good. And then it just made me mad. Social media messes with my head. I'm soft. I'm weak in my brain. You're so, the only one. It's, yeah. Everyone else is totally healthy with it. Um, okay. Totally. Yeah. W- was that all you needed to discuss? Talking yeah, about it, man. I love talking you. about being mm-hmm. in Kentucky. I'm ready to, I'm ready for you to, I'm ready for you to rock my world with Gonzaga talk. All right. Kentucky talk. I would say what just about a month ago, coming off the Baylor loss, the sky was falling in Spokane when it came to because I don't know. I don't I don't I don't don't walk the streets. I don't walk the streets in Spokane anymore. From down here, I was ready to give up my fanhood. And I know that sounds ridiculous. I I I, it's it is ridiculous, but that's how spoiled we've been. Um I was ready to say whatever we're gonna be a nine seed. This is gonna suck. This is the lost season. You look up, we're a top ten team. Um, all the other teams are kind of falling where they should be, and now here we are playing nobody for the next two months. And we're scoring. I, I know. We're, I, I know we're, we're scoring playing, the basketball. Uh, scoring the basketball. We are scoring the basketball. I understand we scored what one hundred and fifty thousand points against Eastern Oregon. I get that it. That doesn't take, count. Take that yes. out. The other games we're scoring. Right. It's it's been above. I think we've been above eighty points for five games in a row. I think that's right. And that's a good place to be. That's a great place to live. Okay, but I don't want to get. I don't want to make this too basketball breakdowny. I'm fine I with that. Want, I don't want to either because I did research uh, for you okay, last good. night, Jack Ferris. I was did at you? the knitting factory. I was at the knitting factory. I was at a concert, Lainey Wilson concert. She's the one who has a big bottom, and and everyone was commenting on it. And then she posted the on one? her Instagram. Did you see that post? No. She's got a big bottom, and there's this video that went out, and it was of her singing, and everyone was like, "That's not real. That's fake. There's that's not real. You've got the Kim Kardashian treatment." And she just posted on her Instagram her face on the front of a dump truck. And, that was her <laughs> post. and I was like, you're awesome. So I'm at her show last night. Okay. That's where, that's where the common Spokane folk are at. Yeah, man. So I, I should say, I, I should say middle-class Spokane folk. Totally. And I asked everyone that I was bumping into what they thought of the Zags because I wanted <laughs> and you took to notes, do my right? research for today. I was like, I know these people are Gonzaga fans. In fact, some of my new had gone to games. Jack. Nobody wanted to talk Gonzaga basketball with me last night. I understand we're at a concert, but there's moments where there's in between. I'm talking to people during the opening act. No one knows. Everyone wanted to talk about other stuff. I talked to one guy, you know, Tomato Street. Oh, yeah. The owner of Tomato Street, Dean. Dean was the only guy who wanted to talk Zags with me. And he talked to him for maybe a minute. And then he was like, let's talk about Lanny Wilson. And I thought, okay. But Normal. I feel like normally you start talking Zags and people have a lot of opinions and want to for talk. sure. Yep, they want to talk about you know who's you know who um, is a good underrated scorer of the basketball on the team, and they say like the most obvious six man off the bench. Yeah, absolutely, but they, absolutely. But they think they're like breaking it down in such a way that you haven't heard. Um, see, that's interesting. It was very weird, Jack. That's I, I, interesting. I probably talked to ten to twenty people last night. One of them was Hainers, Dean Haynes. You talked get to you talk Zags with me and. Everyone else kind of was like, oh, yeah, and, and wanted, wanted to talk about other things. So quickly got out of the Gonzaga discussion and talked about something else. The only note I did make for you, there was one player that everyone brought up. Everyone brought him up. Most people brought him up first. Again, this is a 20 in, in a good way or a bad way. Brought him up positively just or brought negatively. Him up. Brought him up as a uh, the, just the name, the focus name right now. From my in-depth twenty-person research last night at the Knitting Factory, would you like? Are to you, you going to tell me if it was in a positive context or a negative context? Uh, some both. I think it was just kind of a. I just like this, that, this that, person. 
if they were going to talk about Gonzaga with me, they were going, they wanted to talk about this person and, and then one other person. Would you like to take a guess at who it was? Julian. Number one. Everyone brought up Julian and he's had a couple of good games. So I think people wanted to bring him up because everyone wants him to be great. Dude. I mean, we all want to be electric. That's just, if Julian Strother's great, Gonzaga's great. And so everyone, but everyone wanted to talk about him. And then of course, Anton's awesome. And everyone just wants to say Anton's awesome. They don't want to talk about him. They didn't want to dive into it. They just wanted to say Anton is awesome. I love Anton. And then Lalas talked about something else. It was weird, Jack. No one wanted to talk Zags last night. Yeah, I think Julian, I've been super hard on Julian for the last year and I'm not going to get soft on him now, but I will say all off season, he was marketed as like, this guy's the new guy. You know what I mean? Obviously, Drew's right. the guy. Timmy's the guy. But this yeah. guy is going to be the guy with the ball in his hands all the time guy. Um, you even said, we're going to go. He, he didn't say this, but I, you know, I'm paraphrasing. We're going to go as far as Julian takes us. Complimentary. Um, and I, I, I really don't think mentally Julian was ready for that. Um, yes. Watch That's it. Hard. So now what's going to happen is gonna, he's going to beat up on lesser opponents. And we're going to think, is he that? But yeah. I mean, we won't know until it's the second round and we're facing, you know, a six seed. Right. All we need, all we need is him to think he's back. That's all we need. But dude, uh, we, we've seen him. Yeah. I don't know. He's up and down. Well, so I know because I'm with you. I'm with you. I think he, I just like everyone who I was talking to about it last night, I think everyone just brings him up because nobody knows, nobody knows what it, what you're going to get you, yeah. you want to think he's going to be masterful and get you 30 points and hit all the threes with that weird looking form, but it works. And, and everyone wants that. Cause I, everyone, everyone wants to love him, but then he'll have a rough game. And because of how this team is built, you get nervous, right? You get nervous. You're like, Oh crud. If he's not scoring, if he's not hitting threes, where are we going to get that shooting from this game? Cause he's supposed to get us 20 points, Speaking but everyone of- wanted to talk about him. But I just, I, I thought it was weird. Jack, the other thing I, I, I took away from Kentucky, when I was out and about in Kentucky, which I was out and about a lot because I was at my in-laws for four weeks and you can only be inside their house so much before you know your mother-in-law is looking at you like, can you please get out of my living room? Can you please get out of my kitchen? I need some alone time. So I'm like, yeah, let me go. So my son and I would go walk around the mall, walk around stores. Uh, and he loves Dick's Sporting Goods. So we'd go to Dick's. Uh, I don't know if they sponsor your podcast, but they should. And then, and then we would see every human being in Kentucky Wildcat gear. Everywhere. Uh, uh. That city, it's it's well, they live in Lexington. Yes, they live they live in Lexington. I live in Spokane though, and I go out all the time in Spokane. All the time. Percentage-wise, Zags gear compared to Kentucky gear, we it's not even you wouldn't even think we have Gonzaga in Spokane. I'm are I'm, you I'm serious? serious. Really? Everywhere. What about like Everyone, billboards? What about billboards? Billboards. Um, I didn't notice a whole lot of billboards. I I didn't I, I couldn't tell you if there was a University of Kentucky basketball billboard. I couldn't do that. Dude, I, I think you might just billboards. I think you might just be desensitized to people walking around with Zagir. I don't I don't think so. I, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe, but I just I it was so prominent there. There, there was so much, and, and it wasn't just Kentucky. It was Kentucky basketball, which they've got, you know, they've got football that they love. They do. They do. And, yeah. But it was Kentucky basketball. Well, you don't and see. I, and Kentucky see. basketball sucks. They suck so bad. They, they are, like, <laughs> I would rather, I'd rather play some WCC schools than them again. Like, give me a, give me a challenge. They're terrible. With, with all due respect, you don't see a lot of Gonzaga cross country sweatshirts, do you? You should you see Gonzaga. You should. Do you? I guess you do see some Gonzaga basketball. Oh yeah, uh, sure. It's but that, it's pretty redundant. 
Gonzaga basketball. I, I know, but I'm thinking you you get the like professional polo. Yep, which is with which the logo, is the bulldog. Yeah, it's great. It's a great look. But I, I was just impressed with the word basketball on the shirt. Just just <laughs> one represent it. And and, just and to be but clear, that, but that there's like because there is. I do think I, that's a thing. I think that matters. I think if you're yeah, in a city where your team is and no one's wearing your gear, I do think that can represent the overall feel for how people are with that sports team. You think Zag apparel has taken a drop this year, year over year compared to the last few years. I think so. I think think so. Okay. You see, this is what I suspected, but I didn't know. I just, I don't see it as much. And, and maybe I, I could be part of this. This could also just be a fashion thing, right? This truly could be a fashion thing. And maybe everyone's thinking us like it's time to stop wearing so much sports gear. Like we're 13 years old. And I, 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 that could very well be because there's a whole contingent of late twenties and thirty year olds that I don't relate to. Uh, I, I wish I did. I try to, so I post bad Instagram things, hoping they'll like it. They don't. I, I you know, I download the social media app, Be Real, because I want to be young, and I've got three friends on it, and they're like three moms. You're so probably I'm, really you know, good at Be Real, though. You're probably good at Be Real. I'm killing it, man. Yeah, I'm getting so. I get one like on it, and yeah. so, and I, I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe it is a, you know. That's not the look of the times right now. When when we where when we were in our twenties, we were wearing sports gear. Huh? Like think about it. You had your Gonzaga hoodies and t-shirt collection that you would just wear out. You'd wear out. I went to a Warriors game middle of the year last year, probably this time of year last year when the Warriors were bad, just like they are now. And uh, I was like, I'm not wearing a Warriors gear. Like that's lame. You don't go to a concert and wear the concert shirt. And right. then I, I went there and like every other person was wearing Warriors gear. And I was like, yeah, Wait, okay, I, lesson learned. Yeah, you, you lost on that one. Because I, I, I went to a Blazers game, the best team in the NBA. I would wear my I would wear Blazers stuff. Absolutely, I would wear it. Uh, uh, concert one's different. I'm not wearing... I, I didn't wear a Laney Wilson, Laney Wilson dump truck shirt to the, to the concert last night. Laney Wilson, um, speaking of uh, big bottoms. Yeah. Malachi Smith. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's... A, Thick, thick with all the C's, right? I mean, so, but I, my point is, I think he's losing some of the C's as the season progresses, which is, I think, has been a good thing. Yeah, I agree. But his shoulders are still so his shoulders are still so broad. That man, Who? that man. I, I feel like running into a screen from him would be nasty. If you're a little guard, if you're a little tiny baby WCC guard who doesn't play for Gonzaga, you're going to get hit with a screen from him this year, and it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. He's he is he's sturdy, man. I I I am in love with Malachi Smith. How many games for everyone? I'm not, I'm not original with that. How many games have you called this year? Me? Yes. Are we going to do this right now? Yeah. Are we going to do any? Are we going to talk about the public address thing? Are you going to do this? Wait, I didn't know. Are you not, are you not PA at all? So, you know, my man, Kevin James is no longer doing it. Oh no. He he quit. He quit. Oh, wow. I'm glad you told me here now that I can't edit this out rather than me bringing it up to Kevin one-on-one. And somehow, somehow the word got out that I didn't want the position, which was false because you would have tripped over. No one asked me. No No one one asked asked me. And I don't, I think I know who started this rumor. And I'm I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to say it on on here. Darnay. I'm not, it's probably Darnay, but I never got asked to do it. And oh, I can't wait to stop recording and my radio get to the competition, my radio competition, the Jane Kevin show on the big 99.9 coyote country. Highly recommended listening to it. Oh, I know who you're talking uh, about. I know who you're the talking morning about. show guy for the country station. Our competition, Jamie Patrick, he got it. Who 
is a WSU guy. He's a WSU guy. He does like all the WSU stuff. And they hired him to do Gonzaga. Who PA. made that I'm not call? Bitter, though. The thing is, I'm not bitter. Do you and still fill in? No. Yeah, you I'm, can't. And, and even if they I'm ask you, you can't. You can't I'm not fill in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and so, I mean, he's got a samurai haircut right now. And that's the guy they chose to do. What's a samurai the, haircut? It's like, it's just on the top. And then like he pulls it back. Everything's shaved around it. And it's just like, oh, pulled back. And like, I get it. I don't have hair. And so maybe they that? wanted a guy that, with hair. That's the station up on the hill. Yeah, yeah. And so they he got the job. And you guys he, have competition. And, I, and, and to be and to be fair, I, he he does a great job. He's got a great voice for it. He just spoke in Indian stuff forever. Uh, he is he's good at public address. He's got he's got great energy. Uh, but I am so bitter about it. I am yeah. I am so I feel like I've been around that program for a very long time. Support that program. Try facts, to, facts. Try yes, to fight yes. for the boys. Try to fight for the coaching staff, and then just totally overlooked but i'm not bitter about it at all and i have no love loss uh how many of the guys have been up to the studio for the morning show yet for this year boy you're really on all of them we're we're still uh we are not having guests in studio because of covid but because that is the rule oh wow so we haven't had any get we haven't any guys which which is a real problem because that's yeah that's like too because you guys have to work extra hard yeah, it's like, hard to build. Yeah, I would love to because if we can have the guys in, then I can just put it in cruise control. Yeah, just be us. Do I, you know, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to work. I also haven't worked for a month. I go back Monday. <laughs> so <laughs> they may have had the entire team studio. Been, okay, let's pull the curtain back a little bit. I've yeah. been trying to schedule Luna's lover here. Yeah. That's what his Zoom name is. I've been yeah. trying to Aaron schedule him for what, three weeks? I've and granted, he's, in, he's been in Kentucky. I get that. I get that. I get that. I get that. I didn't know you hadn't been working all week. Hadn't, hadn't work. Didn't work. I've been, I've been with the kids. So I've had the kids 24 seven this week. My wife got back to work this week. And so I had the kids. And so I told you I could do it today because they're, they're in nap time. So I could, I could get you during nap time, but yeah, but yeah, we haven't any, haven't had any of the guys in studio, which is a normal thing, but pre pandemic, pre COVID. And it would really help build relationships, right? It helped build yeah. relationships and help us be close to the team. We you would really be the PA to- announcer. No doubt. Probably, probably. No they'd ask the boys, Malachi. My guy, Malachi, would be like, "Dude, Sean's got to be the PA guy." But Malachi's not saying it because Malachi has no idea who I am. Couple of notes here before we wrap up. I have a rock hard out in one minute. Um, yeah. Okay. Tomato uh, soup. Tomato soup. What's what's the name of that place? Tomato, tomato Street. Street. Tomato Street. I know it because I've been there twice. Once with my grandparents. My mm-hmm. grandma just died. The other time, I'm a girl sorry, broke Jack. Up, of, the other time, a girl broke up with me. I think we sat in the same booth both times too. Or I sat in the same booth. Um, okay. What was her first name? I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> no, I don't want her full name. What's her first name? I'm not going to tell you. Was it Lindsay? <laughs> Dude, she has a she has a boyfriend. Okay, I, I'm I just this is my shout out to Lindsay Joy because I love when you guys would do, would do, were doing your podcast stuff together, and I have not seen Lindsay Joy on anything in forever, and I just wanted to know if she's still alive. You think that think she would break up quality. with me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I would. I hold the alpha position in that relationship that's not that's not real but that's not real one bit that's not real <laughs> all one right bit. okay so Jeff, part, i'm worried, about I'm, thoughts, worried yeah. about I'm worried about uh, i i guess i'm not worried about the gonzaga love in spokane i just i don't want to get complacent enough here because we have such an awesome team and a really good product and i, I just want spokane to embrace it because it's not everywhere right i was in lexington where they think they have they get all excited and their team sucks and we don't have that we have a really good team awesome coaches you couldn't sit down at a table in Lexington at a restaurant without hearing another table talk trash about their coach. That doesn't happen here because we have a great coach. 
And, and I just, I want Spokane to make sure we're always embracing Gonzaga basketball because it's super cool and they're really good. And I think they're really good this year, even though it was a little, like, like you said, it seemed like the sky was falling maybe a month ago. It's not. And this team could do anything now. It's, I love it. I love it. Do anything, including getting a new PA guy. From the corner! And it's over! Gonzaga! The slipper still fits! Man. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.